is you have a chance to practice all day long in every single conversation. There's, there's never a time where emotional intelligence or tactical empathy isn't applicable to the conversation you're having. So everyone has plenty of opportunity every day to practice in these low stakes uh, situations that you describe. Yeah, and, there, and there's no shame in practicing it with your significant others, with your family and friends, the people that you're living with, the people that are important to you. Unless you're using it for a purpose that you should be ashamed of, then there's no point in being ashamed of the use of the skills. If, if you're manipulating people for intent where it, you should be ashamed of your goal. But if you're not ashamed of your goal, if you're actually trying to have somebody feel better about who they are in the moment or just enjoyable the day, uh, enjoying the day more or putting a lift into somebody's day or the realization of making somebody feel understood might just be the best moment they had that entire day. If that's your motivation, then you got nothing to be ashamed of and you should be using it with people in, in your world. And. Would it be wrong to assume that even if they're saying, well, don't boss me, that <laughs> it, still, it still works in the same way, even though they might make comments like that, it's still hitting them on an emotional level, whatever you're saying. Yeah, and if they say, don't boss me, say it sounds like you don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 that's really the only way to make this second nature is by in, in every conversation, really paying attention, labeling, mirroring, doing all those things and, 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 and always practicing. Yeah. Always practicing in, in a, a concept that I don't know if I mentioned this um, with you, Steve, I may have, but if I have, I'll say it again. Shuhari is a concept that, um, Jonathan Smith, our business advisor, recently introduced us to Shuhari. It's a it's a martial arts concept, and it's the levels of your abilities. And Shu is when you're just doing it exactly the way the master tells you to. Master says, do a label word for word, say this. Master says, do an oriented question. Have you given up on doing business with me? Do it word for word. And high is the mid-level. After you've been getting your repetitions and you've been doing it word for word, exactly the way your instructor, exactly the way that the master is advised. High is you're getting, you're getting a little, a little bit better at it. You see parallels. You're starting to pick up those principles and philosophies echoed in other sources of learning and, and seeing it from other masters, if you will. It's one of the reasons why in the Black Swan Group, we got five coaches now. And re is when you're in flow, you know, and you're changing things and you start to make up your own rules. You've been working at it so much to the point where you've got a rule that you're living by in the negotiation. And you thought that it came from Steve Scholl or from Chris Voss or for the Black Swan group. But in reality, you came up with it yourself because you've gotten so good at that. Shuhari. And every now and then you got to go back and practice the basics and do it word for word. It's a continual climb up and down the mountain, but in, in ha and in re, it's fun. I mean, you are in flow and you're practicing everywhere and you're enjoying 
how much the interactions are and you're in one of the biggest negotiations of the month of the week of the year it normally it takes people 90 minutes to get through and it's a contentious interaction and instead you get through it in 17 minutes and you go back to your day so shuhari get your practice in get yourself to a level where you're so good at this you're making up your own rules Subscribe to the Black Swan Group's negotiation newsletter, which is free. It doesn't cost you anything. I had a colleague with the FBI that used to like to say, if it's free, I'll take three. Here's how you subscribe to The Edge if you're in the United States. Send the text to, the number is 33777, that's 33777. The text message that you send is Black Swan Method, Black Swan Method 23777. Comes to your email inbox on Tuesday mornings when you're ready to rock and roll and get after the week. And along that line, let's go back to a, a very foundational um, <clears throat> part of tactical empathy. And this was a real game changer for everyone, the favorite or the fool. Yeah. And up to this point in everyone's career, most everyone, when they went on appointment, felt like the playing field was level and they had a shot and it was based on their presentation. And if they got the, the business, Oh, that means I, I gave a great presentation. And if they didn't get the business, they'd come back thinking I did something wrong. And the idea that the seller or the buyer has already made up their mind prior to that phone call where they're strongly leaning in a direction, you know, that, that, that changes everything. So again, from your point of view, let's refresh everyone on the favorite and the fool, and then we'll dive into how do you actually discern which one you are? Yeah. And this is, <clears throat> this concept is probably the one concept that flies it's so crazy and so opposite of what we are taught and what we've learned. And, and I, was, I was going back the other day through how did we finally discover this? Because I couldn't, I couldn't believe that it was true. I mean, the one thing coming out of the FBI into the, the public sector, into the private sector, like it never, this never occurred to me, this, this whole proof of life concept. And, you know, for, first started getting used to the idea a little bit because a guy that wrote a business book that um, did okay, uh, but he sent me an email a long time ago saying like, you know, I wrote a business book and we are all learning from yours. I mean, we loved yours, it's a missing piece. And just out of, you know, appreciation for the guy being so nice. Uh, you know, I looked at his book and he started talking about the rabbit, the concept of the rabbit. And the number of times when you're in there for the business and you were only there to drive the terms down on the other, on the other competitor, or the person who was going to get the deal. That's your only purpose is to run people into the ground and lose the deal. And I thought that was something that was stupid from the movies. I thought they, you know, it was a movie concept that they made up. It didn't really happen. And in, in, that wouldn't happen in real world. And then we started talking about it and saw that it, uh, it had been identified in, in the book, uh, The Challenger Sale, that 20% of the time you're the fool in the game. 
and we started looking around and then we started experimenting with the idea and found out the number is probably more like 80%. So we started looking at decision theory and how people arrive at decisions and realizing that human decision making does not change, which means that by the time they talk to a potential vendor, half the time their mind is already made up and the other half of the time their mind is 80% made up which means you are the favorite or the fool from the very beginning. That's just a reality. And it flies in the face of an understanding of human nature or even a f- philosophy that, that I personally hold that people are basically good. So how is it possible that if people are basically good, they're playing you for the fool? Because it's not, it's, it's unintentional. They don't realize they've already closed their mind. They don't realize that they've already gathered the data. They don't realize that they have a specific profile of who they want to look for and their cognitive biases. And it, it's, we haven't seen anything anywhere that contradicts it, those numbers in any way, shape, or form. Nobody anywhere has come up with a study or an experience that they've looked at hard that doesn't that contradicts that and the numbers are as high as 80 percent of the time you're the fool in a game it it just is and you don't hold it against people it's human nature human nature and ignore human nature at your peril so that being the case be gentle with people be conscious of planting the seed for last impression is the lasting impression for future oriented business and then use your emotional intelligence to figure out in a very short order whether or not you're the favorite or the fool and proceed accordingly. And Steve, as you know, everybody that's embraced this concept is making the same money with 80% of the, 20% of the work, even 80% of the work would be good, let alone 20% of the work or they're making more money and they got more time on their hands and they're happier and they're less stressed and they're binge watching War of the Worlds on TV. (laughs) Remember, you don't get in life what's fair, you get what you negotiate. If you wanna become a better negotiator, click the link in the description below.